Welcome to the Redeemed Legion podcast. This is episode number eight, uh, and we have been absent for a while. So we just wanted to throw out what's been going on uh, in our lives. Obviously, the holidays were busy. We all have families, little kids, stuff like that. Um, So we all kind of took some time for our families, hung out, did a little bit of traveling, and um, we're back. So we're going to pick it back up. We're going to be putting out some podcasts. Uh, we are still, we've slowed down on all the content a little bit, but uh, still encourage you guys to check us out on uh, YouTube and TikTok and RedeemedLegion.com. Uh, merchandise is on RedeemedLegion.com slash shop. Mm-hmm. So these hats we're wearing, shirts, I think. The, they're not listed. Not shirts. The shirts will be listed. Shirts soon. Um, <clears throat> so we're back and uh, let's get into it. Aiden Wilson Tozer once said, The most critical need of the church at this moment is men, bold men, free men. The church must seek in prayer and much humility the coming again of men made of the stuff of which prophets and martyrs are made. This is the Redeemed Legion Podcast. On this podcast, we dive deep into the intersection of faith, masculinity, and modern-day life, exploring biblical principles and how they apply to the changes men face today. And we're not just here to talk at you. We want it to feel like a real conversation among friends, here to encourage and equip men to live out their faith in a world that often presents conflicting ideas of manhood. Welcome to the Redeemed Legion podcast. And now your hosts, Drew, Brendan, and Pete. Yeah, so uh, I shared with the guys that uh, while we've been away, I've been struggling with a few things and really couldn't even put my thumb on exactly what it was. And as we talked through it, and I've been diving into the book, the book a little bit more, uh, a word that came to me recently that I think describes it well is surrender. And essentially what I'm finding is that I am struggling to actually surrender. I'm, uh, I, as all three of us are, and probably most of the people that listen to us, I am a, a doer, a fixer, a solver of things. And the idea and concept of like actually surrendering all of them is something that I think I'm struggling with. And I brought that up to you guys, and we want to just talk through it. I have a feeling it'll be pretty applicable to a whole bunch of dudes out there listening. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, surrender, you know, like, I deal with that on a regular basis. My wife and I spent um, a good while having a conversation yesterday about um, insecurities that we both have over different aspects of uh, our faith and things like that. And, um, one of the things that, or where we kind of ended up was like confidence in our faith. And, uh, I think that there's a good deal of surrender that comes with that because personally, like, I mean, surrender is like covers so many different aspects, right? Of course. So like we, uh, just worrying or being insecure about, well, I'm not, uh, theologically scripted enough or I have not um, retained enough knowledge to uh, to be uh, serving in this this position that I'm serving in and not being able to uh, you know eloquently speak the scripture to people or something 
Um, and I think that is not from God. I think that that is an issue that we create in our own minds uh, and hearts of not just surrendering to God and just trusting Him to let us walk that walk by His guidance, not by our own. So this is definitely something that uh, I think a lot of people struggle with in different aspects. Yeah, I think, I don't know, when you said surrender tonight, uh, I've thought a lot about that. And you're right, we all struggle to surrender. As men, we want to be, and we we are, most of us, right? We're um, strong, we're fixers, we're doers, we're all the things, and we should be those things. Uh, but we should also, we also all profess faith in God who created the universe and like, stop right there. If we have this personal relationship with the God who literally spun the universe into existence out of nothing, right? And yet we think we're going to fix everything. Yeah, absolutely. And like, it sounds stupid when you say it like that, because it kind of <laughs> is stupid. Um, but I think what, what people, guys especially, miss a lot of the times is the power that is in surrender. Yeah, it sounds like, weak. It does. It sounds weak. And we're, we are told our whole lives and we work our whole lives to be strong, to not be weak. And... You know, the, you can't just say surrender, right? Because we're not talking about surrendering to, like a lot of people surrender, myself included, probably all of us, surrender to things that we shouldn't. We surrender to worldly desires, oh, yeah. sinful desires. We surrender to those things all the time. But obviously in this context, we're talking about surrendering to God. And we have, we have this access to God and we just just push it off a lot of the times. And we, we think we know better, you know? And there is power when you let go. Like, just let go. Give it to him. Right. And then, I, I, I don't know, I'm ran, I might be rambling, but at this... Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Well, I, yeah. think, I think you're on track. I think that uh, even if you look all the way back to... to uh, I mean, Genesis, there's all kinds of um, aspects of surrendering or not re- surrendering. But if we look at Jesus Christ, um, I mean, God surrendered his son for our sake. Um, you know, they, uh, Jesus and uh, the apostles did not wage war all out on uh, those that came for him, you know, Jesus surrendered. He carried his cross, um, and he was crucified uh, for us. So, I mean, I think that that's uh, a, a picture of surrender in itself. But you mentioned idols, and I found this. Uh, I came across this article today, and um, you know, sometimes you read stuff and it's like kind of hokey or whatever. And this is called Seven Sneaky Idols Destroying the Church Today. Um, and, I, you know, we think church and we think the corporate model, the business structure, the, the building itself, the, the business of the church. But, I mean, we are the church. Yeah. Um, Amen. So seven sneaky idols destroying the church, destroying us. Um, you know, and it talks about um, 
lethargy, passivity is number one, uh, following your own heart um, instead of you know being Christ-led, compromise is number three, uh, reliance on programs for church growth, so that is kind of angled towards the business aspect of, uh, or the the model of uh, the today's church as a business, um, and then leaders with large platforms. But the one that caught my attention, number six, is emotionalism. So number six and number seven caught my attention. Emotionalism. Um, many times, I think people think that faith uh, is a feeling and not faith um, you know it's not how you feel it's not um, always warm and fuzzy to be a follower of Christ uh, sometimes it's straight up painful and hard um, Pete you made another video recently that uh, outlined some uh, struggles that I think a lot of guys deal with um, and probably a lot of them again in that surrender aspect are afraid to admit yeah absolutely. because it doesn't <clears throat> tough and then number seven was uh, intellectualism and uh, it goes on just to talk about how um, you know we want to equip our own minds we want to equip our own selves with uh, theological knowledge uh, we want to be smart and everything uh, that we talk about um, and then it goes on and it talks about Paul and uh, I'll just read a, a quick part of it. It says, uh, hence when writing to the Corinthians, Paul explains how he didn't come to, the, come to them with clever arguments. He didn't want their faith based on clever arguments, but upon the person of Christ himself. This is after he explained how the Jews were offended by the cross, emotionalism, and the Greek philosophical culture thought the cross was stupid. So they both rejected Jesus. Um, and you know I think that a lot of times we don't surrender just to the faith itself um, whether that be my wife and I having a conversation about how we just don't feel um, competent enough or intellectual enough to uh, sit at the table with other Christians um, you know we, we allow those things to become idols and then if we are idolizing anything else other than Christ, then Christ is not getting our full surrender and uh, and following. So we have to remove those things and fully surrender. Just say, you know, God, here I am. Take me and lead me how you will and remove these idols from my life. Long-winded, yeah. sorry. That's all okay. good. The intellectualism, in, intellectualism lines up, I think, with uh, where surrender is like coming in for me. Um, if you guys, if anybody watches that, that other video, uh, what I'm talking about is like, uh, sort of doubt and different things that I'm struggling with. Right. And my perception of surrender that I'm thinking about and where I was applying it when it, when it came to me is like, I have been trying very hard to figure all of that out for a while now. I've been reading, I'm reading the case for Christ. I've reread portions of the. Uh, seeing is believing book i've read a whole bunch of you know just other stuff i've tried to pick up the bible and find things i've prayed to god and been like you know show me whatever help me stop feeling this way etc and and i'm trying what, what i like what i realize is i'm trying to fix it and when you're talking about intellectualism uh there's a verse that i highlighted in, this is a, a book of this is romans just romans in a bible study that we're doing at church and uh, it's Romans 1, 22, where he says, claiming to be wise, they became fools. And 
I like I highlighted it when I read that because I was like, yeah, I know. Like I'm aware of. The, I know that about other people, and I'm also trying to do. I feel like the same thing where I'm I'm trying to fix the this thing with knowledge and and whatever, and I'm not just surrendering to like no this isn't something that i can fully understand and that's okay and like uh you know i don't know god god come in and, and just help me figure it out because i literally can't. i'm trying to and i can't uh mm-hmm. and I, I want to but i can't and that's very hard to you know, being a doer and a fixer and a whatever to be like oh yeah i just can't do that like that's that's specifically the surrender that i'm thinking about and specifically intellectualism. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically, I, I believe Paul is who wrote Romans. And Paul's words of like, <clears throat> "Don't you, you're becoming a fool by trying to be you know, thinking you're wise." Mm-hmm. So it's important yeah. though to to also say out loud, uh, there there is a place for wisdom, right? Like, yeah. Uh, the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Mm -hmm. And so like we are called to be wise biblically. Um, And I think for everyday application, um, you know, it's a, I don't know. So what, so wisdom, um, something that just came to mind, would you say that uh, discernment is, wisdom given to us by christ for sure and but there again discernment is a thing that if you're not surrendered to christ Mm -hmm. and you're not living by the word discernment's really hard sure and it's really easy to discern things by your worldly view and think well i'm discerning you know what i mean like i know and and that's where that surrender comes in and I think accountability among other believers as well. For sure. Yeah. And, and that's a big deal. And I did not do that for a very long time mm-hmm. because I thought I had it in the bag. And yeah, totally. Can figure things out. I'm a yep. smart guy. Blah, You're supposed blah, to be blah, the blah. leader of your household religiously mm-hmm. and everything else. Probably at work. Yeah. And, you know, oh, all yeah. Things. yeah. Yep, for sure. And yep. and that, that wisdom, that discernment, uh, surrender to allow God to lead you in those things, but also, um, you know, to you, at the beginning you mentioned surrendering to worldly things. Mm-hmm. Well, if we're not surrendering to those and if we're turning away from those and if we're turning away from our sin, we're repenting mm-hmm. and that's another form of surrender. Mm-hmm. And that's hard. It's hard. Yep. And uh, we have spent, you know, we're all mid-30s or in our 40s. And... Um, We've spent a long time, years, uh, being groomed by culture and especially our Western culture of things that are acceptable, things that are okay. Um, And now, you know, we come into our faith and you are told you have to turn away from those things and you have to surrender to Christ and give up these things. It's like when I quit drinking alcohol, um, I had to surrender to the fact that uh, I had a problem. But uh, by surrendering, I had to give up something. Mm-hmm. Well, by giving up that one thing, alcohol, I gained so much more. So by surrendering to Christ and giving up the ways of the world, you gain so much more. Um, you, gain, you gain life. You gain salvation. 
And, and I also think that we also go into this with our emotionalism and intellectual minds that we, uh, and also we're kind of spoiled in America, we expect to be a new believer with the faith and the maturity of someone that's been believing and following Christ for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And that ain't how it is, brother. It's, yeah. you know, it takes time to grow. It takes time to get off of milk and be able to have meat. Um, and I think that guys get down on themselves because we're so success driven that mm-hmm. we want that right out the gate. And man, that has made me fall on my face more than once, um, trying to be that that person. So I finally just like, I'm tired of falling on my face. I give up. I surrender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think for uh, if your heart's in the right place and you're in the Bible and you're you're doing what you can do to live your life God's way, not your way, mm-hmm. He'll show you. Yeah. Like you fall on your face, you fall on your face, you fall on your face. Mm-hmm. He'll give you those opportunities to to realize it in our you know being dumb humans. Right. He'll show you and and guide you to that what you should be doing which is giving it to him surrender you can't fix this right and that's hard yeah and i it's it's hard on you know we're talking specifically for me about intellectualism or or or, um just trying to trying to understand it all like factually i know that the bible is correct i've done a ton of research on it i'm very confident that it's correct and still like you know things feel weird or whatever and i'm I'm trying to fix that i need to give that up but this applies to so many other things. The guys that are going to listen to this, like you said, you know, alcoholism, uh, addiction to pornography, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's just tons of worldly things, chasing greed, chasing lust, chasing sex, chasing money, uh, whatever, all of those things. Like when you're struggling with that, and you're trying to figure it out. It's like, stop trying to solve it by yourself, right? Like surrender, mm-hmm. open the book, ask for help. You know, and then surround yourself in fellowship with other men that are godly men that are the right the the right influence, mm-hmm. and you can. I mean, I think, I don't know. I think that's that's a a great step to be taking. Yeah. Yeah. And you talk about influence and Western culture. I mean, yeah, it's it, not it's, great. It's as easy as it can possibly be to be influenced by the wrong thing. Absolutely. And it's <clears throat> we're probably this, this thing is the biggest cause of that. Yeah. You, we're, you're one swipe away right now from, from listening to this to listening to something else or watching something else that is yep. super not great. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that easy. Temptation peaks, and if you like one moment of weakness, mm-hmm. gone. Yeah. And I don't think it ever uh, stops the, the need to surrender, right? Uh, like before we started this, I mentioned somebody sending me a message and kind of catching me off guard a little bit, mm-hmm. thought they were coming at me sideways. My first reaction is like, uh, like you're not gonna talk to me like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And I took a minute and I'm like, okay, like you don't know what this person's going through or uh, are they having a bad day or it's text so things are so easily taken out of context. Absolutely. Um, and men, even as tough as we can be, we are emotional creatures uh, if we're not careful. Uh, so man just like I, I don't know man I know guys um, who are like I said 30 years in their walk and I think they're still just 
surrendering. And if you're not careful, like the path, it's narrow. The book uh-huh. says it, man. Like you, you can get off path, and mm-hmm. you can fall, and you can stumble. And um, without Christ, that is well, that's scary. Uh, without community, like what you were saying when you were talking, community was the word that was coming to mind. Um, without you guys, without other brothers in Christ, like I'm left left to my own devices, that's dangerous. Yeah, absolutely. I in our you know we we started a men's ministry. We're trying to figure it out. And even amongst ourselves, me personally, was like not in a great place. And I didn't want to talk to you guys about it. Like I didn't want to. I didn't want to bring it up. And I didn't want to be the guy that has the podcast or whatever. And then like, wait, now I have a problem. I'm like, I can't be that guy. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and it was it was difficult to do that. Um, and I didn't have it all together. The first time I, we, I asked you guys, I don't know how it worked out, but we sat down and talked about it. Like, I think I sounded like an idiot. And it's, but it is what it is. I was figuring it out. And, and it, my point is, is that like that to, to double down on what you're saying, that community and asking for help, like that stuff matters. And I think that someone will watch this that is afraid to speak up. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And, and you need to like whoever that is, like go speak up, you know, go to church, go to a men's group, reach out to us. Like, yeah, we're dudes on the internet, but like we talk to people that message us. We answer everything. We know we're not inundated with messages. We can answer your messages. <laughs> It'll be fine. Like it's important to to do that and to surround yourself in fellowship with brothers in Christ to stay on mission. Yeah. And like you just said it while you were talking about that. The first time we, the three of us talked about your stuff, you're like, I probably sounded like an idiot. And that right there is the reason why dudes don't want to speak up to other people. Like we're so concerned about the perception of us. Mm Mm-hmm by other people who are as dumb and fallen as we are that's right that we hold back on things we hold back from getting good advice getting help and moving forward getting life mm-hmm. right and that's that power in that is in surrender yeah. once you realize that you can't do this it says it in that book yeah. so the bible says very clearly none are good none follow none seek after christ Everyone has sinned and falls short of the glory of God. It's fact. Yeah, I remember coming into the church absolutely broken and just demolished by sin and so many things and asking a pastor to go meet with me. And I didn't know I was asking him to to disciple me, but I was. And we start meeting. And, you know, I've seen this guy on stage for probably a couple of years at this point. And uh, we start meeting regularly and doing this discipleship relationship. Well, not only are we doing that, but I'm getting to look, you know, we become friends. I'm getting to look behind the curtain of his life. Yep. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, this dude is also broken and normal. Yeah. And not, you know, you, it's easy to put someone on a pedestal that you see for 30 minutes on a stage. And hopefully nobody sees us or listens to us. And puts any of us on a pedestal because, brother, we're broken too. It's fake news, <laughs> and you know <laughs> that's all, fake news. All three of us are different, different uh, maturity levels, different points of our our faith walk, and you know that could do this throughout our whole lifetime. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, we continue to be in that community, keep each other accountable, and, uh, you know, just. 
make sure that, that people understand that like, you know, we're not perfect. The guy teaching you at church is not perfect. The, um, you know, whatever you're being taught from us or whatever you're being taught from church, you need to go and clarify and double check for yourself because there are false teachers out there. There are people who um, 95% of the time give a solid biblical message and then there's, they get caught in some emotionalism and they get up Sunday and they give a, a message that's from their own, uh, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's something that's not 100% accurate. Yep. Um, and if you're friends with your pastor, which, you know, I encourage everybody to be to an extent, you have a responsibility to hold them accountable as well and say, hey, you, you taught this and um, I have some questions because it seems a little... Um, inaccurate or whatever it may be out of love but love is a lot of things it's not always like you know oh you know it's not always pass passivity like it right so uh that's a lot in a in some sentences there but um you did the words i did the, i said things uh but you you know we we just again back to that community and realizing that that you are not the only broken dude. I had a guy come to church the other day and tell me, um, man, he just, he just, he didn't look like super distraught, like life was falling apart, but you know, he looked like a little tired. And I'm like, what's up, man? And he's like, I, I quit dipping last week. It's been, it's been seven days or whatever it was, you know, like that's surrender, man. Like, and, and you take somebody's tobacco away who's, who's, been using it for a long time and then you start getting a little edgy or whatever and mm -hmm. you get in that mindset you're probably not jumping in the word fully connecting with god um you know and we, i'm speaking personal if i was that person um it can it can be tough man so but that dude showed up and he's like hey i'm going through this i'm dealing with this and you know now i have the opportunity to text him like hey dude how you doing you struggling with that you getting in the word you you leaning into god and not just your own physical willpower kind of thing you know yeah so yeah you were saying the story you told about you getting discipled by the pastor and seeing behind the curtain it brings up another point from that list you were reading from mm -hmm. about pastors with a big following oh, yeah. and like the mega church model yeah like that's that's a that can lead to issues 100 percent Right, because you talk about putting people on a pedestal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. These celebrity pastors that are out there, and you talk about not always preaching from the Bible. Yeah. Good <clears throat> grief. Money, yeah. money and temptation start to show up real oh, quick. That's yep. right. And, and I think it, it goes a couple different ways too, right? Like um, there's the, the Joel Osteens and the Hope You're Listening, Joel. And, uh, Come on know, the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, um, What's the word for the, the prosperity gospel? Prosperity gospel. Thank you. Um, all the prosperity gospel preachers out there and everything. Um, and they got huge followings. They're saying what people want to hear. Mm -hmm. um, you know, your time is now, whatever. But then there's also pastors like the pastor of our church in Round Rock um, has a huge following. But he is one of the most um, biblically rooted guys I know. And he will be the first one to tell somebody, like, don't follow me, follow Christ. Yeah. Um, you know, and and he's blunt, and he will be honest with you. And he will tell people, like, it is not my job to care for each one of you specifically, independently. It is my job to equip you to be able to care for one another. 
Mm-hmm. So, like, that's that's a multi-faceted topic there, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and there are definitely guys who have big followings, pastors, mm-hmm. that do it right. Sure. Like that. That's a great example. Yeah. But there's a whole lot of them that are doing oh, yeah. it wrong. Yeah, yeah. No, notoriety and recognition. Oh, my gosh. Cool. Yeah. Kill them. <clears throat> Absolutely. So, surrender. Yeah. Love it. It's yeah. tough. Yeah, it's on my heart. I hope that somebody else listening hears that and maybe it speaks to them a little bit, whether it's them surrendering to uh, you know, opening the book for the first time or reaching out to us, going to a church, going to a men's group, something. Yeah. And make a difference for somebody. It can be really intimidating if you are a new believer you know, early in your walk, mm-hmm. something like that, oh, to yeah. just jump straight into the Bible. <clears throat> right? Absolutely. Like, where do you start? You know what I mean? You almost, I don't know. I don't want to say you have to. Because if you surrender to God, he'll do whatever you need. Not what you want. Um, but it can be really intimidating to just to just dive in. And I think that holds a lot of guys back from doing that. And so that community aspect is super important. Get somebody to help you out. Point you in the right direction. Yeah. You know? It's a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe, put a bow on it. Yeah, we uh, yeah. maybe we pray for ourselves and for these guys, and then we can make some announcements about some upcoming events. Maybe. Sure. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Uh, God, we thank you for this time. We thank you for the opportunity to be able to uh, sit and talk, Lord, even if no one ever listens to this, God. We thank you for the fellowship between the three of us. We thank you for the things that you're doing in the world, Lord. Uh, and in our lives specifically, and uh, whoever does listen to this, God, God, we just ask that you bless them, that you uh, you give them wisdom that is from you and not of the world, um, wisdom that is not accompanied by pride um, and things of that nature, Lord. We just ask that you watch over these guys as they lead their families um, mm-hmm. and just as they continue their walk with you, Lord, as we all go through uh, the process of maturing in our faith and growing in you, Lord. Watch over these men. Watch over the redeemed legion. Watch over us. Help us to be uh, the vessels that deliver your message, Lord. Whether we plant the seeds, water them, or help you harvest them, God, let us always be on mission for you, and let everything we do be to glorify you. Amen. Amen. All right. So, a couple announcements. Um, the thirty-first of this month, which January, is January twenty twenty-four. <laughs> Uh, we are having our next live event. The Redeemed Legion live event is happening in Thrall, Texas. Uh, it's about 45 minutes east of Austin, maybe an hour. Yeah, about an hour northeast of Austin. Hour northeast of Austin. So if you're flying in, you're going to want to fly to Austin. <laughs> we'll help you we'll, with accommodations. We'll, if you fly in, we will pick you up. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's going to be good. We have a guest speaker this time, uh, Trey Felton, who's uh, kind of a... Local, uh, local businessman got a really cool story um he accepted our invitation to speak at the event so we're, we're super, super excited about that. about that it's gonna be cool uh so come in for that what else merch yeah we merch. have yeah we sell our hats and we have shirts that are not listed because of me but i'm trying to fix that if yep. you want to volunteer to help us with our website that'd be super awesome but <laughs> volunteer being the keyword. <laughs> <laughs> There will be no money. We have no money. Uh, yeah, we sell we sell hats. Um, we also have some referral links on our website. 
any of those things would be super helpful. We're just trying to make enough money to pay for the things that we're putting out and, and you know, buy the equipment we need to do this kind of stuff. This is a, a low-tech podcast. We'd love to make it more high-tech. We just got to get some things going and you know, have some bucks. So uh, check out that stuff. Also, follow us on TikTok. Follow us on YouTube. Uh, we do this podcast on every platform that it can possibly be listed on that we can find. And there will be more live events. Uh, one other thing is we love to do podcasts with other men, other godly men. We want to hear your story. So if you have a, a, you know, anything interesting at all, and all of you who are listening to this have an interesting story, to be clear, anybody, reach out to us and let us know if you want to jump on a podcast with us. We'll do it like 30 minutes or an hour and just talk to you about your your faith journey. We want to hear it. So I think that's really it. Yeah. Good. Thank you all. Yeah, that's see you on episode nine. You've been listening to the Redeemed <laughs> Legion podcast. It's all about faith, masculinity, and modern day life. Our passion is to encourage and equip men to live out their faith in a world that often presents conflicting ideals of manhood. Welcome to the Brotherhood. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. If you did enjoy it, make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, you can email Drew at redeemedlegion.com, Pete at redeemedlegion.com, and Brendan at redeemedlegion.com, the website at redeemedlegion.com. And find us on TikTok and YouTube at, you guessed it, Redeemed Legion. Take care, be safe, and see you next time.